You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Story about Chinese alien corporate profits um, was really talking about the fact that in aggregate profits fell by 1.4% in 2015. Uh, so that's the first annual decline since at least 2000. It's also a dramatic turnaround um, after annual average corporate profit growth of about 20% in the decade to 2015. But that was very much driven by profits in the mining sector. So overall mining profits were down more than 25%. In some sectors, it was actually close to 70%. Um, And we certainly expect mining profits to remain stagnant through 2016. That reflects well-worn things like overcapacity in the resources and energy sector and lackluster real estate investment, and that's weighing on China's demand for commodities. Certainly our analysis of historical uh, data from the US and Japan suggests that when you have a really sustained corporate profit downturn, that's often foreshadowing an economic downturn because businesses respond by cutting investment and cutting jobs. But, you know, it's, it's certainly well understood that China's economy is slowing down. GDP growth for 2015 was 6.9%. Uh, that was the slowest rate in 25 years. But there is some good news from the corporate profit data, um, and and that's very much consistent with China's economic rebalancing narrative. So consumer-oriented industries, uh, things like food, medicines, clothing, they all actually posted quite strong profits. And we think that those industries will uh, continue to benefit from rising middle-class incomes uh, and increasing Chinese consumption spending. Um, And and therefore, um, we think that these corporate profit data corporate profit data outturn, certainly um, reinforcing the Chinese rebalancing narrative. So is China's economic rebalancing from one that's been driven by investment and commodity intensive areas to ones that's that's more driven by consumption, certainly a transitionary phase. Not a specific area that we were looking at when we wrote WRD, um, but certainly I could venture that innovation is important to the Chinese government. Certainly Chinese companies and government, they've significantly ramped up their R&D investment. Um, So, you know, just pulled down some OECD data. In 2014, China's gross domestic spending on R&D grew to $345 billion. That's about 2% of GDP, and that's a huge increase when you consider that they were spending about $80 billion or 1.2% of GDP on R&D just a decade earlier. And that's very much, again, motivated by China's economic transition. So they're starting to run out of um, low-cost rural labour and and therefore its dominance as a mining hub is starting to diminish as as labour costs rise. Um, So it's focusing on higher value activities. You know, Chinese companies are are racing to catch up with Western companies and they're doing that via innovation. So the 13th five-year plan, um, that's for the period 2016 to 2020. Xi Jinping reiterated his vision for China And a first principle of that vision was certainly innovation. So innovation and entrepreneurship are meant to be the the key to future growth. Um, It seemed, innovation seemed primarily primarily as a driver for economic development. Um, And and really importantly, as as critical to shifting China's economic structure to ones that's focused on a higher quality growth pattern. Certainly, Chinese authorities view R&D spending as critical to ensuring that China has a sustainable um, and high-value-add economy in the longer term um, so that, you know, um, China grows wealthy before it grows old. I think that innovation is really seen as a, a linchpin for that. 